Hey everybody and welcome to the Geek Chat. I'm your host Desmond and with me as always, most staring off into the stars is... Rich. Hey Yay. everybody. Yay, thank you so much for tuning in. We love that you do and we come in every Monday from 6 to 7 to fill your ear holes with the geeky goodness that is us. the Geek Chat and us. <laughs> so um, again, we're here every Monday from 67 on mix lr and if you miss us or are and or or are or are unable to wow <laughs> tongue twisters i know uh are you are you not able to listen to us live you can definitely check us out on uh soundcloud on tuesdays after 2 p.m that's when the new show gets posted um and you can stream it there or you can download it on itunes um after two as well you know um, what what? It's also on the whatever store uh, online, our um, website. It is? Yep. I did not know that. Yep, I added it. You can go to our website and listen to the previous weeks. Which is awesome. And you can also go to the Geek Chat News Group. Sorry, uh, Facebook News Group. group. I, so I took us back to like 1990 <laughs> or 2002. <laughs> you can go to our news group, our BBS. or uh, No, you can, you can go to um, the Facebook a geek chat group and you can join and post there and we post all uh updates and stuff uh, on that on that group as well do you still have the the myspace for the geek chat the My myspace no, uh, I, no i had to take it down because uh. uh tim kept emailing me he was the only one that would ever email me who tim remember? tim tim you, yeah you're you remember on myspace you always had one friend, and it was that guy oh, who started it. Oh, I forgot about Tim. Yeah, he was the one that always came in and was like, no Hi. matter what, you would always have oh. a friend with him. So he was my only friend. Anyway, um, so thank you so much for tuning in to the Geek Chat. I want to thank our sponsors. Um, our first sponsor is Club Card here in San Francisco. Uh, they're the ones that have uh, posted all of our printed media. I'm going to say thank you to them. They are fantastic. Printed. Printed media. Yeah, yeah, they printed it. Yes, they printed all our media. So if you saw any of the uh, fan flyers or anything like that, they did them. Uh, thank you so much. And you can go check them out at clubcardsfclubcardprinting.com. I hope. I hope. Me okay. too. And we then, also uh, got a thing, Gene. The amazing artist Gene Gilmet. He did the wonderful picture of me trying to shoot Des. I try a lot. Yes. He he he's he's very much the wily coyote to my uh Roadrunner. Road, Roadrunner. <laughs> <laughs> you running. <laughs> I'm definitely running away from him. At least trying to run away from him. Um and then our last I want to thank uh give a special shout to our other sponsor, Whatever Comics located at by 48 Castro Street, located between 18th and 19th, and it's actually sunny, San Francisco. San Francisco. Head to the website, whateverstoreonline.com, or like us on Facebook under Whatever Store. Yes, they are They are a fantastic sponsor, and they also sponsor our monthly uh, graphic novel giveaway. And it is that time um, when we need to announce a winner for our contest. If I did drums, you'd yell at me, so... And the winner well, is well. You can't. You can't like beat on the. I mean, if we we get like a dumb a drum roll or something, that'd be kind of okay, cool. Oh God, he's gonna beat on something. There you go. And the winner is Laura. Whoa, Laura, Laura. Thank you so much for posting. Thank you. You always are posting fantastical, magical stuff on the Facebook group, and that's what you have to do to win. You yep. just have to come up, and you have to you have to post something on the Facebook group. Um. So 
just come on into whatever store and claim your prize. Okay, it is a surprise, so you have to. We don't want to. We don't want to spoil it. So come in, and then hopefully you can uh, post it on the Facebook group. What you won? Alrighty. So again, like I said, uh, to be entered into the contest, all you have to do is post. Start a com- start a start a conversation on our Facebook group. Add to a conversation. Add on Add to a conversation. Group. Be a part of the conversation because we really want to grow this uh this group we're up to 77 members which is amazing so thank you all for participating does that count me and you that does count me and actually no it doesn't actually i don't think mm-hmm. because because we are the admins, admins so we are the admin people so uh we'll go to our first segment and that first segment is hey we did under five minutes that's hey, good. really good we're, we're on a roll fire um is uh what you talking about facebook <laughs> <laughs> what don't laugh that's i'm not that's my Wendy Williams. What you do? What, what you talk about how, Facebook? How you do it? So uh, this is the time in which we um, we come in and we talk about what you're talking about on Facebook. That's right. <laughs> As the header says, um, so the first thing that people were posting about is um, the rumor that Static Shock will be getting a movie, which I'm which happy, is the yay, which is the yay part of it. The second part of it is is the person who is going to be Static Shock could be Jaden Smith. And I'm I, I don't know. I'm I'm I, I am of mixed feelings. You are very excited. That. You would love a nice a real even static shock TV weekly would be really cool. But the fact they're gonna make a movie I'd prefer big static, screen. I'd prefer I would I would actually prefer a TV show. Yeah. You know, I would love to have an an unknown young black actor um star in a television series and put it in the CW. On the milestone universe. Yep. And no, it no, would no. be no, no. They, they can add. They can add. Uh, uh, par- make it part of the. Um, no, I know, but I would want to see mostly. I would want to see a lot of those people. No, that's what I mean. And and if they were to do it as a TV show, they would be able to explore that because in the movie, you, it's only going to be about his like what gets was, his powers. Yeah, no. The the, the first part is it's going to be an origin story. Yeah. And part of me does not want to have an origin story. Why don't you tell the listeners um, exactly what the Milestone Universe like? A lot of them might not know that Static Shock did not begin well, at can, DC, uh, but it was an imprint of DC. You probably know DC. more about it than I do. I mean, you're a sister, you know? <laughs> so it was started, oh boy, I, the dates are really going to throw me. Um, it was started in the 90s. 90s. Yeah. And it, was a a, two, it, was two, it was two books that actually started out first, and it was Static Shock, and it was Hardwire. Hardwire. Yeah, and it was done by... Uh, Dennis Cowan and the late... Um, Dwayne... Uh, Duffy, right? Yes. Yes, and he was the and he was the creator of of that whole universe, and it was, and it was for lack of a better term, a, a look at urban uh, superheroes yep. that DC heroes, villains, just this whole new world. But it was based on urban, um, not even urban. It was based on it, it was it was my own. It was a minority imprint, r- right. really, to try to get people to come out um, and to and to track a, a much wider uh, fan base. And Static Shock was the standout from that. Um, people will know Static Shock because of the cartoon. Yeah, they'll know from the, they'll know from the cartoon. They'll know him from um, from his limited line of of comic books and then Teen Titans. He was and a then, member. Pre fifty uh, pre fifty two no, new fifty two right. he was part a member, um. So have we seen him in the new, the not new fifty two? Yes, we have. Remember he had his own TV, he, had TV, he he had his own comic book. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yes, and it lasted for about I want to say 20, five issues. No, 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 no. <laughs> I I read them all. It was just they didn't know what to do with him. That was the problem with 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 Static that they brought him in. But we haven't seen him since. 
No, we have not seen him since. And it's it's terrible because I really I really liked his character and I liked I loved the cartoon, you know, and the whole Bang Baby stuff. So that's what I'm thinking. If they were just to I just worry that that the movie is going to be too much spectacle and not enough substance. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know that Jaden Smith has the acting chops to pull off, you know, this likable character, you know, because that was the thing about the cartoon is is, is it was just so likable. And and he was much more relatable mm-hmm. than um than a lot of um the than a lot of you know other characters, especially the other minority characters. So I just I would love for them to do a, a TV show, because I, I just don't. I do just don't think, think I'm, I'm worried. Do you think I'm just ne- worried. Do you think like the network would actually, heaven forbid, allow that? Yeah, I think they would. Especially know? CW. I think the C. I think the CW would 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 go for it a lot sooner than the other networks. Yeah. I think that a TV show would be amazing. The movie, I gotta agree with you. I don't think, I don't think they can get all of who this character is and the world. In a two-hour movie. No, they're gonna they're gonna treat it like they're gonna treat it like the first Spider-Man movie. And the first Spider-Man Every movie was first good. Spider-Man movie. Yeah, and, and and they were good, but it's just gonna be all about origin. And I would love I would love more to, and just how many actual, you know, minority TV series are there? Right. You know, and and if and if superheroes are such a bankable commodity now, let's do it. Yeah, you know, have them. Let's sp- go for spin it. Spin them out of. Even if they were spun him out of uh, Legends of Tomorrow, or or something, or you know, uh, he could be one of the metahumans who just acquired the. I mean, change it up for the TV show, get him on Flash, give him a spinoff, write a pilot. That would have been a amazing. pilot. That would have been amazing. Like yeah. seriously, um, having it, having him meet Static, having the Flash meet Static Shock in Central City. You know, and then that's where they meet. And then Virgil goes off on his own yep. to whatever to, to city. a new city and and starts starts life off as Static Shock. That would have been amazing. Now, would you want him calling Static or Static Shock? Well, they would have called him Static, right? Yeah. I mean, his name was Static. That's a Static. But the Shock was always yeah. The the Static Shock was was actually the title of the comic, but his accent was just Static. Static. So. But I would have loved, it. and I think it would be easy to do his powers. Oh yeah. Um, uh, for um, with um. Flying around a manhole cover, you know. I, I just think it would have been great, but again, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. I we're I, not in charge exactly, and I wish for the best for this movie. I will definitely be seeing it, whether Jaden Smith is in it or not. I'm going to see it and support it because this has always been a character that, that I have enjoyed. Speaking of movies, looks like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is getting a reboot. Mm. Um, I don't know. I I I really don't know. What do you think, Rich? It's funny. One of our listeners posted about um, people complaining about reboots and and original movies. It's been coming up a lot in the last couple weeks and they were talking about The Rock is going to be redoing damn I forgot what movie. Big Trouble in Little China is that the one he's redoing? So people are people have been talking about that. I really hope not. So when we talk about reboots. That's a really good movie that doesn't need a reboot. (laughs) Like seriously what? When we talk about reboots and in movies um I was upset Tron 3 got canceled. And that means that we're probably never eh. going to get the rest of the cartoon, which was amazing. But when you're talking about reboots, if they could make the movie, the comic book movie of the league, better than that first one. Like, that's really what's going to sell it. I I don't care one way or another, personally. Um, do, you think people, if, do you think enough people know about the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen to give a shit? No, and that might be why it failed the first time. I mean, because Alan Morris got very—he, I mean, he's well known in the 
comic book land. But when you really needed to make this movie for all the non-comic book fans. And I think I would just think that they would be banking on his name, if anything, you know, because he wants nothing to do with it. He doesn't like that. He doesn't he doesn't want anything to do with with the movie. So they're just banking on Alan Moore's, you know, kind of like DC or I'm sorry, Marvel um, reprinting the Marvel Man stuff. And he, you know, it's the writer or the original writer because names are not used. I don't know. I I I just am like, wow. Uh, what's ah? I don't yeah. know. I I I mean, that first movie was just. It wasn't that it was bad. It just had no substance. I mean, it was it was a great spectacle to watch, but when you tear all that down, it had it nothing. had nothing. It literally. I mean, it was it was a popcorn flick, <laughs> and and not to say that sometimes it's not good or that's bad. It's just. There was no substance. It wasn't what you were expecting the league to be. No, not at all. Uh, speaking of movies, we'll just skip one and then come back up to that. Speaking of movies, did you see the Joker's car in the new Suicide needed, Squad movie? It needed to be impounded. It did. It, why? Why does the Joker have a have a have a uh, ground effects kit? I a mean, <laughs> it, it, like he, his his car had the like lights on the bottom. You and, know, I will say the color like, was cool, but I wish they had put a little green, just a little green stripe. For me, that's just me being a but, geek. But but the spectacle of the whole thing, it's like... Not I, exactly in the cover. I, right? It's like, I don't understand. Gee, Batman, where's Joker? I see his car down there. Yeah, it's it, it, it's, <laughs> it's that neon green... No, like, neon, it was purple. Yeah, neon, I'm sorry. Neon purple with the ground effects kit in the light. What was wonder, the lights? Did, did the, you see the lights in the, in the, in the, in the inside of the interior? No. What, was it like... Was it, it was like... Patent leather white interior. I was like, Do you wonder if it's gonna be if it's gonna do the, the what is that? It's the, gonna have hydraulics. The, the, the hydraulics. In I mean, it might. I I don't know. You know, is is and and was he is he is Joker gonna be cruising down know. the? Oh Maybe he's gonna, they're doing sli- side shows. Side shows in. <laughs> side shows. Side shows in Gotham. There you go, people. Gotham side shows. What's this, David Ayer? What do you? Oh my they god! They can make was, that work in. Harley so, can be there with her little flag, and she'd be like, "Go!" It's it's not Fast and the Furious, right? <laughs> Fast and the Purple. Fast and the Purple. Purple and the, the Furious. The Bat and the Furious. The bat, okay. I don't know, but Batman's gonna be in it, so yep. so that's kind of cool. I, mean, I wonder if it's gonna be Battle Fleck or not. If it's gonna be like a stunt man. So um, he is there. They saw him. But in the car, I don't think he's doing his own stunts. Yes, that'd be awesome if Joker was on RuPaul in that. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine Joker being on RuPaul? Sashay. Mm. Sashay <laughs> away so I can kill you. Because <laughs> you know the new Joker's all about skin and folks. So. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Superman? This movie, this movie, I'm sorry, the, the suicide movie. Ever, and it's like... Someone wrote. They have like the worst security on that set too. I think they allow. I think they're allowing people to post as much crap about it as possible because yes. they need to get as much press about this movie as possible. Well, the director was it yesterday? I think um, sent out a tweet saying that we're going underground. We're going in the dark now. So they're going to go in and use sound stages. So I don't think we're going to see that many pictures unless he does what. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't what know. is that guy's name? The director, uh, uh, singer. How he tweets stuff out to get interest. Oh no, no, they're they're definitely going to be doing that yeah. because they have to they have to use social media to play to to play this movie's strengths if there are any. I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> you are so not for that movie already. No, it's just because <laughs> I just don't know what they're doing. Like I literally have no idea what they're doing. There's there there I have no idea what the narrative. Some crazy train ideas. Just the, the, the ideas are just bizarre. 
bizarre. And and like so I and part of me because I guess any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, Even we're, back, we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, we're talking about it. So I mean, I'm gonna go see it. I'm not gonna see it opening night. Oh my god, we are not. No. Unless we get good tickets, yeah. if, if we get hooked up by someone, we'll go opening night. Oh yeah, but I'm I'm just like this is this has like matinee written all over it. So, but I will see it though. Okay. And on a sadder note, it looks like Superman and Wonder Woman are no more. <gasps> no, say it ain't so. That was the shortest love affair I have ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Suicide Squad is before uh, Justice League, so who knows what's going on, Frank. 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 Um, but yeah, I don't know what's happening with, um, with Superman and Wonder Woman. I am sad. I am saddened by nah. the sadness. Nah. Speaking of sadness, um, boy, Nick Lachey, he's going to be showing up in all our comic books, all the DC comic books. Twix and Nick Lachey come together to interrupt your comic book pages. Uh, did you see the funny things where we're done people with Superman? were, were, yeah, we're done. I mean, but they're done. We're done. It's the. But I'm uh, sad about it. Yeah. Do you want a tissue? No. Okay. No, it's fine. I mean, I I really liked their I really liked their love affair. Like I really I really liked their dynamic. You know, and they were the dynamic duo. Well, no, it's just like finally they're probably both having like really great sex, right? Because like think about it. You know, Lois, Steve, Trevor, they can't keep they can't keep up with them. They can't. Wow, we went there, didn't we? Yes, I oh, would think that Wonder Woman would be throwing Steve, Trevor around the room. You know, Superman. I think, although I think Superman would be the would would be a little bitch though, because he'd be like, "Oh, Lois, hold me afterwards," and Lois is like, "No, I gotta go to work." You know, <laughs> no, yeah, was, people, you had me do a super quickie. Now let me go. Yeah, she's like, "Look, you know, you flew me over here. We 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 hung out. Don't you have like this people to save? I gotta go back to work. I got I got stories to write. You know, that's what I'm thinking." Wonder Woman. Yes, she is definitely done. So, and it, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I, I I wanted more from their relationship, and I'm sad. Now the Twix and Nick Lachey that is that is a duo that they can uh, that they can like break off. Fifty Shades of Black and Blue. That's funny. Yeah, I could see that too. But then they'll no because then you know she would like using that rope, you know, for like bondage on Steve Trevor. No, we are talking about Nick Lachey and Twix now. We have moved on. <laughs> We're no more Wonder Woman bondage. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> All right, fine. Yes. So what do you think of these? So comic books have always had ads in them, but now to break up a panel, and it's funny, the comments people, well, artists learn how to work around it. Really isn't the artist doing it. It's the writer. I mean, a lot goes into making a page, and I just wonder about some of these ad placements. And I don't know, someone said it was just for the month. Yeah, they've confirmed that it is just for the month. You know what, they and need it is money. A marketing, it is a marketing thing because of the whole half of Twix. DC needs money. But it's just, I understand. People ain't buying their comic books? Well, I, I yeah, people need money and they're in the business to make money. But That's right. I, this just, I mean, it's a gimmick. We get it. and And it's not going to... I mean, it is going to affect the page counts because we get twenty-two pages. Now we're going to no, get, we get twenty pages. We, sorry, we get twenty. I forgot. We get we would you realize people that in a standard comic book, since they've initiated the new the new um, the new money. So for three ninety-nine, from from up from one ninety-nine to three ninety-nine, we have seen a significant decrease in the number of pages that we are getting. Because the original comic book was twenty four pages, then it went down. Then it went down to twenty two around the two ninety nine phase, and then it went down to 
uh, 20 pages when it went to 399 so we're actually losing pages and now if you're going to do this we're actually it goes down to 19 and a half yeah well no because two halves make one whole but where's the other half mm. see i don't understand that because i, I thought will it was going to be real one quick portion. i just want to say that marvel actually gives you 32 pages for 399 so nah, that's true that's true you know m most of the time marvel does give you more more pages yeah you know, but because that old man Logan, some of the books we're reviewing this week that were four ninety nine, it was it was a ton of story. Like I felt justified reading it. Four ninety nine is still a still it's, a pretty it high is. It's still it a pretty is. high price point. Um. So yeah. Uh, so we only have it for a month, the Twix thing, and then it's going to be gone. So it cannot come sooner. So I'm very happy that it needs to go away, like sooner than later. Uh, Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One. What? So our so our longtime listener and 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 one time special guest Frank posted this, and it's uh, Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One. Is someone is is the speculation as Tilda Swinton has been, um, supposedly in talks to be in Doctor Strange, but they are not sure which one she is going to be. Um, so I am personally fine with her being anyone. I mean, hell, she could be Wong, I guess. <laughs> if that was Wong. If she was Wong, you know, that'd be kind of cool. But think about it. Like, if we're going to typecast her, she could play Clea. Clea was the first choice because she's uh, a female. Well, no, because she has the hair for it. Well, she has a female. Oh, my God. That picture they posted, it looked like Simone Bianchi drew it because it was like that her weird, hair was her all, hair was like yeah. one half not there and it was all weird. I'm like, damn. Yeah, she does have very interesting haircuts. So I mean, I could think I could see her being the love interest to uh, Cumberbatch. Um, I could see her playing the Ancient One. Um, I do believe that the Ancient One as a character has transcended bodily form. You know, I believe um, that's how I would do it. I think I would love to see a, an an incarnation of 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 or an amalgam of, of all these different things to make the ancient one. Mm -hmm. um, I think it would be great for her to be Baron Mordu. You know, if they have Baroness. The Baroness Mordu would be really cool. This really like cutthroat bitch would be really, really cool. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Um, I know that we had posted that it would be kind of weird to have, you know, um, with, with, with everyone trying to be um, wanting to have, uh, diversity in comics or in movies you would take a um, because um, Asian Americans or Asians in general are, are, are very underrepresented in movies you would give an Asian character to a white woman would be kind of <laughs> weird you know though there is Wong too so yeah. and that's well, the whole manservant thing going on they so. will when will be surprised what she's going to be because you know as the movie gets closer they'll they'll start saying i don't know i just i'm interested to see i really want her to be clea though because i think that she would be able to play that weirdly because clea is from another dimension you know she's from the nameless dimension with with um the with with, ones. with the mindless ones and Dom and dormammu i mean that is her dormammu. that is her father so i think that to, she would be really I think she'd be able to play an otherworldly being really well. So mm. that is my hope is that she is clear. But if she's the ancient one, I'd be fine with that too. Really? I don't care. Um, and then one of the last things we're going to get to is Marvel on TV. Frank, that was so wrong uh, and funny. Yes, they, 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 they did. 
No, everyone's coming in now. Thank you all for, for joining us in the chat. Uh, for all you guys who just joined us, uh, you're listening to the Geek Chat here on MixLR. <laughs> it's all it's all the normal folks who normally listen to us. So thank you guys for tuning thank in. Thank you. Um, so uh, next thing is Marvel on TV. Check out all of these series that might be on television. Well, I think they're 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 someone's wish list. Yeah, it's spe speculation. I love it. You know, but think about all these all these different shows that could be on there. So we got Ms. Marvel, the new one. I would totally watch that. Her, her size-changing abilities and, again, minority on TV. I think that'd be great. Great idea. I think, and I think that's... Uh, but the thing about it, though, is it would, they would spend a whole season just being hella boring. And then, like, the second season, they would get, it would really get up. And then people would be like, damn it, we have to start watching it now. <laughs> or is that just me? I think that's just it's you. Just me. Okay. So Inhuman was another one, which, they're, you know, they're that's doing probably that. Gonna happen. Yeah, yeah so that's probably going to happen, given everything that's happened. So X Factor, which is going to, unfortunately, I have to say no. While it would make an amazing TV show before people get all mad. Why couldn't they do X Factor? Because it has an X in it. Well, I mean, they could change it up. Nope. They could do. They could just do a Madrox show. They can't Call use these characters. Else. Fox would use these characters. Oh yeah, it's I guess you're right. He is part of the X universe. So I guess they really all could. of them. It's called X Factor. Well, no, I'm just saying I they could call would, it I Factor and make a whole bunch of Inhumans well, running around. Well, no, I would. I would love them to do a to do a Madrox series based on the uh, when he was a detective, and have it be like a wait, brace yourself. Have it be a detective show. Dun dun dun. Oh, there's an idea. It'd be it'd be a CSI X gene or something. Oh yeah, there's CSX. that multiple. Remember? Good thought, Frank. There was you didn't watch the finale. See, you gotta watch these damn TV shows. Well, I'm I'm gonna binge watch them. There was a multiple a girl who made all these different versions of herself in the finale. So yes, she was there. But I would love for them to. But I would love for for them to do a a Inhumans type show since they can't use. They can, since they can't use X Men, if, if they were or mutants, if they were to do an Inhuman show, loosely based on Madrox and have and have him be this detective, can you imagine that? Like like two of him are on a stakeout and the other ones like at home and and I really like what what Peter David was doing with Madrox's characters is that each of the clones had a different personality. Yep, I loved that. Ugh. Okay, such so, great stuff. Okay, re ready? You're gonna turn the TV on, and it's gonna be a new court show. And instead of being Matlock, it's gonna be She-Hulk. Would you watch that? Yeah, yeah. I'd watch that because because like the thing about She-Hulk that is amazing is is you could have like she's a minority and she's like a white person because she turns green That's and green right. is a minority. That's it. So everyone she she she'd be able to play to everyone's strengths. I think that would be amazing. I would watch that. I would, yeah. If uh, She-Hulk that was based on Dan Slott's uh, She-Hulk would be Ooh, great. Ooh, crossover with Daredevil, yes. Could no, you imagine that? I would love that. I think I think if they were to do a She-Hulk Netflix show and have her be like just She-Hulk, you know, kicking ass, running around, fighting crime, and then going, going and going into no, the courtroom. She's on her way to the courtroom, and then like Titania shows up. No, they beat the hell out of each other and then she goes into court and she's all disheveled and she's like and the judge is like what were you doing and she's like i'm saving the city bitch yeah but but the thing is she would have to be both the 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 um the mouse not the mousy but the but the uh, well no as the normal version of jennifer Walters. Yeah, as jennifer walter she's the quiet more and then the whole thing was when she got bigger and grew she gained got all that confidence yeah I would love it to show two different sides of the. I want a, I want a, a crime drama courtroom setting mixed with high adventure 
like uh, Sewell was doing, trying to do in the last run, where you got a I, lot of courtroom. Yeah, I still, I still think that um, I still love um, the uh, Dan Slott version of her. It was quirky, and it wasn't as I know it wasn't okay, as like Doctor Bong. Yes, it wasn't as it wasn't as um, serious. Exactly. So if you were to combine the two and then pepper it a little bit with John Burns uh, run. Yes, G and I mentioned John Byrne. Calm down. Um, we could have him. Marvel's Night Court. Yeah, that would be perfect. Because you imagine the weird interactions that her and Daredevil Howard would have. Howard the Duck shows up. Even Howard the Duck could be there. Thank you. But imagine, though, her and, and Matt. Um, against each other. Against in court. each other in court. Oh, that would be so cool. What was the block guy? Uh, awesome Andy? Uh, Android Andy. Yeah, he was part of it. It yeah. was a good run. That okay, was a what's really next? good run. We got one minute to talk about. So the last thing we need to talk about, and this is really going to push us into um, our, our comic book reviews. So before we do that, let's do, let's do a little quick station ID. Station ID. Station ID. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm still in, I'm not even in class right now. But uh, you're listening to the Geek Chat here on Mixellar. Uh, we do the show live every Monday from 6 to 7. If you've missed any of this, you can definitely uh, check tomorrow after 2 o'clock on SoundCloud and you can stream this show or you can download it on iTunes. So last topic we want to talk about, uh, which, which will go into our um, our book reviews, is Joyless DC. and uh, But not anymore. Um, and these are questions that we're, that we're gonna that we're posing to you, the listener. And you can come to our uh, Facebook page, uh, the Geek Chat, and let us know your thoughts about this. Um, and that'll take us into the review of Convergence, the last one. So, Bleeding Cool had someone whoops, had written uh, on Bleeding Cool about is DC is the new DC joyless? Is there not fun in it? It's such a dark and dreary place where people are dying and they blah, blah, blah. And then we get Convergence, which tries to undo everything that they've tried to do in the last 25, 30 years. I told you this was I, I told you a while ago that that New 52 would be new Coke versus classic Coke. And this is literally what it turned out to be. Um, yeah. This, that's exactly what happened. It they went back, and to my knowledge, after reading it, um, and I had to reread those couple of pages to make sure exactly what they did. They retconned it all the way back to post crisis, yep. but all of those timelines take place on different alternate Earths. That's how they can make multiple people do multiple things. Correct. So, so. That is how the DC multiverse stands. What that means, how I understand it, is that we, the the main DC world is the new 52 world, yet all of these other timelines still exist. But new 52-ized. But new 52-ized. I don't know, because they haven't, they haven't said, I mean, yeah, they, when you look at the two-page spread, by Ethan Vansever, there there is a um you see behind the earth the the what the history and then what it is now yeah. and um after all of this um and I don't know 
I know a lot of people were not happy with how Convergence played out as a whole. We are talking about it as a whole now. Now, um, are we talking the main book? Or are we the talking main book. Just, just the main, the main book. book. Not, not all the not the side stories. Just the main books that set this new DC in motion. So my opinion is the best story wasn't even in this. Because you talk about how they fixed it and these people going back and it worked. Why, I would rather have you not made this eight issues where the first four was the same issue doing nothing. And then five and six, something happened. And then seven and eight, eight being where they make the decisions and then halfway through, they go to the past, the end. And I think that the whole, the, what Convergence was supposed to be and what it was, was what we've said from the beginning. It was all about them getting their Earth, Earth 2 book. But then you have this amazing story that I want to read. Who knows if we're ever going to read it? Okay. I definitely I definitely hear what you're saying. And I do I do agree that that the setup getting them to Demos and his master plan did take a long time. Ooh. Yes, they did not need to devote that much time to it. Um I do believe that 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 the term fixed is 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 you know pretty good in in terms of this what what happened to the DC multiverse and its line and everything changed might be a little bit better but fixed yes i am selectively um i am selectively happy though about what came out of convergence for the stories that are able to be told. I agree, but do you I think am, it took the eight? Did did need to take it? No, it did not need to take eight pages. I do agree. Eight issues. Eight <laughs> issues. I do agree that the that the 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 Earth fifty two portion of the at the beginning could have been shrunk down to at least maybe an issue and a half mm -hmm. that way we could have spent more time with these characters mm -hmm. a little bit more i do believe that um the what happened at the end could have been drawn out a little bit more that way we can have a little bit more cohesion about what happened i am really excited to to see what new stories can be told on these other earths and I really hope that DC is not just doing this to appease old fans. Well, the old fans, after they start reading these number ones, they're they're not going to recognize their. But that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that on some of these older old some of these older timelines, we're going to be able to go there. I like hope. I really hope that they do sort of bring back that that old feel. Well, yeah, because because think about it. There must have been a reason why they couldn't go back, why why they wrote in there that Brainiac could not go back to pre-crisis. There had to have been a reason, okay? And I think one of the reasons is because, hopefully, and I'm being hopeful, is that now they can tell those multi-reality multi, um, stories now, mm -hmm. sort of like they did before. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we will get a rendition of Barry meeting the new Wally or seeing them again or something, you know, we're, or, or we'll be, we'll be able to get a little bit of new, um, 
different stories you know uh, about these other stories um one thing that i was sad and we're gonna switch gears a little bit the one thing that i was sad is that in the two-page spread that showed all of the new earths and all the new timelines there was not an earth for shazam because out of all of the books that has come out so far i believe and i think rich can 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 um attest Yes, is that Shazam was one of the best books to come out of this whole convergence thing. So the thing about joy in the DC, it's not only joy as in light books. Like this week we're getting Batmite and we're getting um, Bizarro. And they're supposed to be fun all ages. I don't mean fun. I mean, I do mean fun like that too. But fun is when you read a book and it gives you that feeling. And Jeff, Par it is Jeff, right? Jeff Parker who wrote Shazam and the artist was fantastic really did bring back that old joy that you read. It was fun. It was lighthearted, but it didn't take itself too serious. And that hello, he's fighting a giant iron thing with a worm inside. So that was so cool. Uh -huh. I mean, like I was wondering when Mr. Mind was going to show up and he did. So like, I was like, yay, Mr. Mind. Um, Convergence Shazam. Shazam. Shazam number two was written by Jeff Parker, art by Evan Doc Shaner, colors by Jordi Belair, and letters by Saida Timo Fonte, I believe. And this book was fun. This is what I wish the next books coming out of Convergence was. Fun books. Um, it's rated T for teen, and it still managed to... I don't know. Just hit all the marks. With I have me. no idea why it was a T for teen. Yeah. Like the violence, cartoon violence. Really? Like, I didn't really see most. Most of it. there was a giant freaking worm in it. Like, how is that even possible? You know that you're gonna get a T for a giant mind altering worm. That doesn't make any sense. That's so silly. Um, but I'm. And then and then um Dave had wrote uh that um. Diddy had said that they're going to tell a new crisis. I really hope not. Dave, I really hope not. Although this all sets the stage for the dark side war. So I have yep. no idea what's going to happen with that. Which comes in Justice League this week. And See, you're right. There is no world. That is sad. Yeah, there's no, there's no, I mean, most of the worlds that were, that were shown in the, um, in the Shazam, uh, sorry, in the convergence during the, the battle dome worlds, we're shown in there, mm -hmm. but just not all of them. So I still have hope that there will be a a Shazam book because that that was now that book was was about joy. And again, I'm a comic book reader, and I am hopeful, very hopeful that we will have some joy somewhere. Uh, so so from one from one uh, reality altering and destroying um, series to another, we are going to talk about Secret Wars and and the books that came out uh, for Secret Wars, uh, because now we're having uh, Battle World and we're having the books that are taking place in the various battle zones. Now, Rich is going to talk a little bit more than me, probably because he is absolutely loved what's going on over at Marvel. He I is am. he he is making his Marvel right now. I I love alternate reality stories, and I just when they're done right, right? when they're done right. Yeah, let me rephrase that. I love it. I love these stories. I like they're revisiting all these old ideas and putting the doom spin on it. And they're just fun to sit and read. 
if not a bit confusing. That's why you kind of have to take them all with the, with the grain of salt, like and how they all react to each other. Like I don't know. Like I mean, I'm assuming what? no, because like, like the one thing that because Doom did had you just said, crack your knuckles on your face. I did. I oh. cra- I popped my knuckles on my side oh. of my face. Yes, when I'm when I'm thinking, it's a weird habit. I hope you didn't hear that. Um, oh, I did. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and Paul's listening. He's like, he does all the time. Um, because there are different iterations of all these different people right. and all these different worlds. And Doom had said, you cannot leave your yeah. area. They prove that in A-Force. What happens when you do? No, no, but, I, but I'm wondering, is it because there are other versions of them everywhere? Yeah, probably. Huh. I, I just want to, like, I want to know the rules of this new world. And then, like, the, the ultimate, ultimate end, number one. That <laughs> was did. That was confusing. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, they were, they were. Con- so I think, so we're talking about Battle World, Ultimate End. Number one, written by Bendis. Bendis. Um, art by Mark Bagley. Damn knows if I could find the intro page. Keep talking while I look. Well, no, I think it's in the back. Nope. It's in the back. Oh, it's in the front. Scott Hanna was the anchor, and Justin Panzor was the colorist, and VC's Corey Pettit was the letterer. I'm really happy to see this book because, number one, I loved uh, Bagley's art when he was doing Spy- uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So to have him back in the Ultimate Universe, I was really excited for this, although I had no idea what was going on in the story. This book... I had no idea what it, was going on. It no doesn't idea. feel like it belongs no. in with the Secret War stuff. It, it feels like it should have been released like the day after or the week after Secret Wars 1, but before Secret Wars 2. But you couldn't put this out unless you knew what happened in Secret Wars. Bless you. Thank you. Unless you knew what happened in Secret Wars 2. Because like the people that are because the people that are that are in there were on the life raft. Yeah, but there's Thor's coming in at the yes. end so i don't know what's happening and it's funny that they need to this so i have i you know me i always look at my art in all the other books all the thors look, look exactly yeah, alike really like yes except on the cover of secret wars 2 and no one told mark bagley they all have to wear the same costume no they all did def- definitely and didn't all, and i was no. excited to see that they're all different because i think all the thors should look different no. in that case they should that's why i was excited for this book um I like seeing the old um, crime, crime, crime. What they called? What are they called? What the they Swiss, called? the sinister, the the snake sinister people. Yeah, serpent squad. Serpent squad. I know not to be used with serpent society. Yeah, um, I like the the jokes about everyone knows I'm Spider Man. And the two, but and then it was weird because the two Iron Men were talking to each other. And I, I, wh- when does this take place? That's what I don't. I don't like, have no clue. But I love the story. Like I thought it was really good. I just didn't know where it took place. Um, Old Man Logan, number one, Ooh, was yeah, was 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 really good. I really enjoyed this book. Rich said that he was it was really good. Now I was thinking, eh, I really liked how Old Man Logan ended. So I was really kind of a little bit, you know, eh, about going back to that world. Oh, but what a good but I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. So Old Man Logan, number one, Marvel Comics, writer Brian Michael Bendis, artist Andrea Sorrentino, who knocked it out of the park. Oh my God. He, the first place I saw his art was that Green Arrow. Yep. When him and, was it Lemire, took it over. At first I was like, I don't know about this art, but then like, 
His page layouts it are just, gorgeous. Yeah, it just clicked. Something about his art clicked because I was reading him back when he was doing I Vampire for the New 52. Oh, I didn't read that. See, I read his art in that and I was just like, this is so bizarre. It's so like, whoa. And then because it really fit as as the vampire and the and the really um jagged look. Yeah, world. that dragged, you know, really gritty world. And then he went over to to um uh, Green Arrow and I was just kind of like eh. and then like Jeff Lumiere just really sold that and made the art sing and then this that. now he's moved on Marvel yeah. snatched him up yep. put him on some uh, X-Men and now he's doing this so the colorist was Marcelo Maolo and once again Corey Pettit from VCs he getting around he gets work he does I'll tell you this was a gorgeous gorgeous book story Emma Frost how sad what a nice little ending for her she went like a G though yeah, um, the story. Frank I, Frank Frank got scared of her though. Frank got scared. Of her? Yeah, he posted the 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 weird mind thing, but how she looked at the end. Oh, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. She was she was she was. Uh, I'm not gonna be mean. I was gonna be mean. Don't be mean. I like that Ultron, that the the Ultron head. Yeah, that's the mystery. And how is it there? Like, and he, he's going to he's going to the Ultron area. Yeah, like he's like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I know I'm not supposed to. I'm not afraid. I don't know. You really liked Inhumans, didn't you? Um, yes. And I feel after reading that book, <sighs> these are our new mutants, people. Yep. These so, are our new mutants. You say you love X-Men. You say you love them. These are our new mutants. So you better start to love them. So it's Battleworld, Inhumans, At- Adelan Rising, number one, written by Charles Sewell, who I love. Penciler is John Timms. Inker is Roberto Paggi. Colorist Frank Damata and VCs Clayton Cowles did the lettering. So Black Bull can talk. Black Bull can talk. There's a really cool a ghost r- racer. And I love that there's a, there, I love that there's like like a, a group of gr- ghost rider racer people. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like what? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that book. He's time. obviously not a human if he's a ghost racer. So mm-hmm. it's like. And they're not supposed to go through their like. I want to. I want to know more about this world. I like the redesigns of the characters. Karnak's look looked amazing. Um, I like the emotion that was that was uh, like. I didn't like. This was the first issue. Yet, what's her name? The girl that was really sad about uh, the Ghost Racer being mm-hmm. being c- captured. Like I, like the the way they spoke as characters really like resonated with me. I don't know, just something about it, and then and then the twist at the end with the uh, what is the name of the club again? Oh, hold on. The, the the Quiet Place. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just and it's this old world kind of look. Quiet room. The quiet room. Sorry, it's like this uh, Great Gatsby kind of but look to his, it, and it has yep. his head. Prongs. Yeah, so it's like so when pitting like Black Bolt versus Medusa. Yeah, like I want to see what's happening. Like I'm really excited for this. And uh, it'll it makes me happy to say that Marvel is reprinting the amazing Paul Jenkins Jay Lee Inhumans book for people to read. It's really good. So if you haven't picked it up, you should you should come down to whatever located at 548 Castro Street. Look yeah. in. Where are we? <laughs> Sunny San Francisco. Lord. Um, but the book isn't out yet. They're reprinting it. But They're when it does, new, you should pick yeah, it up. I love that book. And now Rich's personal favorite from this Ooh, week. This week. Was Inferno. It was Inferno. And, and inf- I got to read the number two. You suck so hard right now. Uh, oh, I hate you. Um, but yes, Inferno number two was. Number one. Sorry, number one was gorgeous. It was written by Dennis Hopeless. Uh, the art was by Xavier Garon. 
And the colorist was Chris Sadomayer. And uh, letters by VCs Joe Sabino. Okay. And this literally takes up right after um, when New York, Manhattan, was possessed by demons. And they lost. And they lost. They lost big time. And it seems like, and we get to see, and they lost. And every year, they the X-Men of that, of that. What's left. Yeah, of that area go in and they, they assault the, um, the Empire State Building to try to rescue Ileana. And we get to see at the beginning a time in which they got the closest in which Peter, Colossus, or Petro, whatever, is uh, leading, leading, against, leading the X-Men to find Ileana. And we find that she, unfortunately, has become the Dark Child. And uh, we fast forward uh, a year in advance, advance in which, you know, they work as police officers mm -hmm. that police the demons that are within Manhattan, that area. I, the artwork is beautiful. The artwork was a nod to the 90s, but, not but without. very clean and crisp. Yeah. And the redesigns of the costumes, what his arm looks like, all mangled. Even, even Cyclops, or uh, sorry, Colossus's fade looks like he, his fade is all hooked up. <laughs> it's cute. Like the the art is cute. The surprise at the end is amazing. This is just a really fun book. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I have a lot of customers, unfortunately, who are giving a pass, and they they don't want nothing to do with Secret Wars. And I keep trying to tell them some of this stuff is going to last because you know what's going to happen. It's all going to come and be like, oh, I got to read that now. No. <laughs> It's fun. I'm not telling you to read every book, but some of these books, that just looks amazing. They covered her boobs up. Some of these books are so much fun. Ah. And this week we get Years of Future Past, which I read, and oh my God. Shut up already about you, the comics you read. It gives you a nice little twist on the mutant concentration camps, if you remember the original, Days of Future Past. And Extinction Agenda. And I, I'm one of the few people. Did you read that too? I did. I hate I'm you. one of the few people. I love a lot of the 90s, the funness that the X-Men had, because I really love the X-Men in the 90s. Yeah. And these comics. Because you were like back. 50 in the oh, 90s? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> what does Frank say? <laughs> yes, no, he's, he's talking about uh, the region in which uh, Logan and old man Logan climbed to get to um, the... It's just a big hill, mountain. Yeah, because you don't know. I mean, they they each zone might be uh, protect. Each zone might might have a wall. Yeah, because remember in A Force, she had to shoot the shark, shoot the shark over the wall. Yeah, so I, th I think what happens is in the map that you look at, if you came to whatever and, and bought Sigurds one, you got a placemat. Um, <laughs> it's a battle board. It's a placemat. It's a placemat. Place Come on, people. But I think every piece that that's on there, I think honestly that there's the a wall around everything, and there's a there, there's a space, and you can fall into the center, which is where the zombies and the Ultrons and the uh, <gasps> and Extinction Wave lives. Yes, I've read something. Well, there you go. Um, Guess I was right. Uh, ha ha. What was it I read? I don't remember what I read now. But it's with oh Marvel Zombies with Eliza Bloodstone, and that was really good as well. No, but I'm looking forward to a lot of this uh, week's books. Secret that Wars, you already read? I haven't read Secret Wars 3 yet, but I cannot wait. Oh, yeah, he gets to read it tomorrow. I get to read it tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway, what a okay. but a bastard. Um, so so um so that's enough for the Marvel books. And then we're going to um 
we're gonna talk about a new number one because we always challenge ourselves to to check out something new and we want to challenge you as readers to check out a new book there's tons of new books coming every, every week. week whether you like them or not just pick up something new and then and then post it on the facebook group and let us know if we should pick it up what you thought you know, oh you know what Des? try to keep it try to keep it as as uh, as light as possible yes. not not so much negativity because because people are putting their time and effort into this if it's not your thing that's fine you know but but that's you know i want to say thank you to everyone that posted pictures of the books they liked yes um, we want to continue that yeah that was great and i have to agree a lot of those books were really good so i read captain canuck today yes we the, the book that we chose was captain that he chose that we chose he chose was captain canuck by chapter house comics and uh captain canuck uh, so i'm going to read you a little bit just the beginning oh boy born of the true north and tested in war, Captain Canuck is a soldier granted the choice of how to use incredible power that could alter the fate of the world. Captain Britain. <laughs> Thrust into battle at the head of the global crisis intervention agency called Equilibrium. Or called the um, Captain Britain Corps. Canuck must find his way as a warrior, leader, and ultimately hero to save humanity. In Excalibur. Oh, stop that. <laughs> so, uh, writer and artist... Writer-artist combo right here, Kalman Androvsky, and the color artist was Jim. These names are gonna kill us. Oh, jeez. Uh, Charla Man Mampidus, and letter was Ed Brisson. That's easy. Well, yeah, it is. It is easy. But yeah, it's a it is a reimagining and re reissue of Captain Canuck. Captain Canuck was a was a um was a comic character. They give a brief uh, history in the background of the back of the book. It was published first yeah, in 1975 by Richard Comley. And it is basically, it's a new story. So if you are Canadian, you should pick it up. Because I actually, it was a bit confusing. It was a bit confusing. But I think this is because he's trying to tell a, a, an overarching story of, of what's going on. About this untested hero, new Captain Canuck. What are you going to say, Rich? He's, he's holding his mouth. What are you going to say? Nothing. I'm trying to be positive. Yeah, it wasn't Rich's cup of I tea. I did not enjoy this book. I I don't know what they were trying to do, but... It's a, is he's he a, the brother? Yes. He's a secret agent. No, but is he the brother to the guy at the end? Yes. They're, they, they're working, they're working for equilibrium together, and there's that guy that can control your mind with the weird gold stuff uh, i just i yeah no yes nin ninjack is better but it's it's something new i will not be reading the number two yes it is he is a canuck a yeah so yeah i was waiting for them to say a boot and like, he did not say any of that there was not. there was no no there was nothing like that no but i i will probably end up picking up number two the artwork was a little was a little rough in some areas but again he's a writer artist and i and i will give kudos to any writer artist i'm curious can you it. look who was his editor because i think some of the panel layouts i don't know if if he he's both the art the writer and the artist so he, who does he have telling him anthony falcone or was falcone the was the editor because i felt like sometimes the panel layouts and what was supposed to be happening and what was happening Completely opposite things. And we were talking about it. Um, Spawn. How he needs an editor on him too. I think this book just needed someone. It had some good ideas. But I think it just needed someone to say this does. this. Honestly, this makes no sense. Okay. Well, and again, I hope it. I hope it. 
Oh, Marcus Toe's in it too, by the way. He does the backup story. Oh, I like the backup story. Yeah. But the backup story was just like the regular story. Oh, okay. I just want to say one more book that we're not going to get to review. But oh my God, if you are not reading Gem and the Holograms, the number three was one of the most fun, because you're not allowed to say funner, because it's not a word even though it's stupid. It was the funnest. It was so freaking amazing. We can say whatever we want. We create our own realities and words. This is the funnest. It was the mother freaking funnest book I read in a long time. It was the mother fucking funnest book. No freaking. <laughs> so we are approaching the end of, of this, ish, this issue. Of this issue. episode. I'm thinking about comics. Of this episode of uh the geek chat and i know and i know that we had uh i mentioned something that was uh that i needed to let you guys know in the facebook group so rich and i will be taking a short sabbatical so this will be our last geek chat for one month but we will be returning with an all new season three season three with with a slight change to to some of the stuff that's uh that you're hearing um we're gonna have a new um, half hour addition to the show. Bonus. It's a bonus. We're calling it. Uh, we're calling it Geeks Unleashed, and it's going really. To, yeah, because we're off the leash. Are we like RuPaul Untucked? No. Geeks off the leash. No, we don't tuck. I mean, th- that's just a working title. Yeah, that's for the it. working title. People. So, so at this point, we're still we're 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 we're, we're changing up we're changing it up a little bit. So, what's going to happen is we're still going to have the first hour, and at this point, it's still going to be uh, broadcast live, and then we're going to have a second. 30 minute show that is only going to be available for download and streaming. Yep. And uh, there's going to be some interesting stuff going on with that because we're finding out that an hour, this is enough. We love, we love spending time with you guys. And um, we are going to have the new season. We're going to have a theme song. Yes. Yeah, so one of created our, by one of the, well, you uh, listened to her a couple weeks ago. Yes. Yes. Our, 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 one of our, one of our longtime listeners and, and one time guest Terry is designing an opening theme song for us as well. With little cuts between. Yep. So we are going to be coming back full steam. We're using this time away just to kind of refocus on, uh, on the show to give you the best show possible but please keep going to the facebook page keep posting keep liking keep sharing what you're reading the good stuff that's what we want so frank unfortunately you were not here earlier to know who won the prize so you're gonna have to listen you're gonna have to download it and you're gonna have to listen (laughs) you're mean how am i mean that's mean it shows that we have more people listening when people download it that's good okay we we need to for our numbers so there you go so um so again just wanted to say thank you so much people are people are going crazy in the chat they're like you're leaving us and we're like yes only for a little while i know you'll have separate separation anxieties but you can always contact us on the facebook page and the group go to the facebook group we we look at that stuff daily sometime hourly and we will always be posting considering you're always on your phone i'm always on my phone you're always on your phone too i am not well only when you're in the shower I, w- I would say I would say when you're sleeping, but you hardly ever sleep. So busiest man I know, guys. Anyway, um, so again, want to say thank you so much for for listening to us for the last uh, 16 or so weeks. We have been. This will be our 16th episode that we have done this season, and uh, we do uh, love you guys. And we will be back in just a few uh, short weeks. Short four weeks. All right. So stay tuned and please go to the Facebook group. No more beards. No more. What? What? We, we never Frank. said that. 
We'll always have beards. So, and on that note, we love you all, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.